Good evening. Welcome to Tuesday Evening Chapel. I think we have a couple more classes on their way. Today is the 1st of May. 1st of May, 26 more days till graduation. In a few more weeks. Congratulations, you made it so this far. Turn to somebody next to you and let them know, say, we're almost there. Say, we're almost there. You're Wow, congratulations. It is our privilege this evening to have one of our local pastors with us this evening. Um, Reverend Pastor Ed Belzer is the youth pastor right here down the road at Springs First. He's one of the few pastors that I know that can hit a jump shot from about 10 foot out. <laughs> I'm kidding. But he's here. He's going to help us hear from the Lord. Let's welcome him, Pastor Ed. Thank you, Pastor Ed. We're here trusting in the Lord. Let us, let us say our theme together. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and he will make your path straight. Amen. We're here trusting. Good evening. Now I'm a youth pastor, and I expect you to talk back, Okay. Well, even while I'm speaking. What are phrases that we say they are definitely easier said than done? I'm going to lose 30 pounds. Easier said than done. Can you think of any? Get your degree. That's much easier said than done. Did I hear somebody over here? Get your act together. It's a hard one for adults. Um, I'm going to ace one of Dr. King's exams. Oh, uh, yeah. How about I'm going to read my Bible every day? Easier said than done. Today, uh, I'm going to get a job. A little easier said than done. Or even, I'm going to stay out of debt. Easier said than done. There is so much about life that is, it's so much easier to say than it's actually it is to do. And I've come to the conclusion that that's also true about some passages in the Bible. And actually the theme that you have this spring is one of those. When J.C. called to see if I would come speak, he told me what the theme was. Is it, has anybody preached much on that one? Because you see that, that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths or make your paths straight. That is so much easier to say than to do. This is a great passage in scripture. We need to memorize it. We need to teach it to our children and we do. Most kids know that verse. We need to know it, but we also need to live that verse out in our lives. But I do submit that that verse is so much easier to say than it is to live it out. Several years ago, we were doing a, a, a Halloween alternative event down at our church. And uh, in the old youth center, now known as the Learning and Activity Center, there are six rooms, and we had events in each of the rooms. 
One of the rooms was the balloon room. And what I did was we filled up 2,500 balloons in this room. Now, in every balloon, we had put something. Most of them had fake money in it, but some of them had $1 bills, some had $5 bills, even some had $10 bills. And then some others had some prizes. And, and the room was filled about up to my waist of balloons. And so how the evening progressed is every 30 minutes we'd draw somebody's name out. We, and we did five students at a time. They could go in that room for a minute and pop balloons and whatever they popped, they could keep. And we turned the lights off and had strobe lights going and loud music. I mean, it was, it was a teen kind of thing to do. And we had done it several times, and I'm standing there as a youth pastor looking at this and going, it'd be kind of fun to jump into that pile of balloons. I'd been at McDonald's before, and I'd see the little kids jump into the ball pits. I forgot, however, to take into consideration the science of this thing. <laughs> that when you have air in balloons, and you have a body such as mine, and I took a few steps back, and there were chairs in the way, and I took a flying leap off the chairs, and I was like Superman flying over those balloons. When you do that, balloons part, just like the Red Sea. And I landed on the concrete, and it knocked me out. The first thing I remember was coming to in the gym. Former student Bob Sugden was asking me questions. And I do remember he looked at my wife and said, he isn't right. <laughs> I had to go to the ER that night. I mean, it was dumb, dumb, dumb. But I quickly learned, you could not trust a balloon. Don't go jumping into a pile of balloons thinking they're going to protect you. They're going to hold you up. They're going to give you that soft landing. I learned that that night. So to this day, I don't trust balloons. <laughs> but here's a major reality. We as people are trying to trust in many things that are undependable. Things as undependable as a pile of balloons. And so, one of the basic questions we have is, who or what are you going to trust? And I think God has a whole lot to say about that. And I think in the scriptures, he just wants to leap off the page and go, it's me. And so I want to ask you, have you and I trusted in the Lord? Have we really trusted him with all of our heart, that seat of who we really are? Have we cr trusted Christ enough to really submit and surrender our life to him? And I remind you, easier said than done. Let me illustrate it this way. Dan, would you come up here and help me, sir? I know Dan. Dan, do you trust me? This may, yeah, this may go out all over the world. Well, here's what I want you to do. I want you to just stand right here, and I want you to face that direction. And we're going to do the old trust fall. Okay? Now, 
Dan, what's going to happen is, I'm going to have you, in a second, I'm going to have you close your eyes, and I'm going to have you fall back, and I'm going to catch you. Don't fall right now. Okay? Now, um, how, how, much, how much do you weigh? Uh, I don't know, after this weekend, it's okay, a little more. Okay, a little more. Okay. Do you think I have the guns to catch you? I mean, you're a little bigger than I am, you think? Okay. All right. Now, here's what's going to happen. Now, Dan, you're going to, in just a second, when I tell you, you're going to close your eyes, and you're going to fall back. Now, do not bend at the knees. Because, you see, if you bend the knees to try and catch yourself, that's a sign of a lack of trust. Okay? So I'm going to kind of try and judge about how far to get back. Okay? Now, you need to not do this until I'm back there. If you fall now, you're in trouble, <laughs> frankly. Okay? Okay? Do you trust me? All right. Okay, Dan, I'm behind you. Close your eyes. I'm going to count to three. I'll count one, two, three, and then say fall, and then just fall back, okay? Do you trust me? Yeah, don't, don't look back. Whatever you do, don't look back. All right. One, two, three, fall. Okay. I caught you. Thanks for trusting me. Did, was that all right? Were you a little nervous? There's that moment. Because I have the mic on, and I could have been clear over there. Right. Kim, would you come help me? Okay, well, come here. Let's just do the same thing. Okay, now you've seen this done, okay? All right. Now, do you think, now how much do you, no, I'm not going to ask you how much you weigh. I won't go there, okay? So we're going to do the same thing. Okay, do you trust me? We've met a couple times. Okay. But you saw me catch him. I mean, look, he's a big guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm going to have you close your eyes. Okay. And the same thing, keep your legs straight. All right. Are you okay with this? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm fine. If you just do it a second time, it means something bad's going to happen to me. <laughs> oh. Well, I never thought about that. that uh, no, i got to keep going. we got time. Okay. Now, don't look back. Whatever you do, okay? Now, when I count to three, I just want you to fall back, and I'm going to catch you, okay? Are you ready? One, two, three. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, hang on. You're not done yet. Good job. Now, I want you to turn. We're going to do this again, but I want you to turn and face me, Okay? But instead, this time, I don't want you to fall towards me. I want you to fall away from me. Yeah. Okay. Do you trust me? Okay. Okay, now the same thing applies. I don't want you to look back. I want you to keep your legs straight. Okay. So I'm going to tell you to close your eyes. I'll count one, two, three. And then I just want you to fall back in the same way. Okay. You ready? Okay, close your eyes. All right, I'm going to start counting. One, two, three. Okay, just fall back. Just, you can't, just, just, do you trust me, Kim? It's, it's going to be okay. Okay. I'm right here. Okay, just keep looking my way. Just close your eyes. I'll count again. 
Okay, just trust me, okay? All right, I'm going to count on three and just fall, okay? One, two, three. Now just fall back, just fall back. Oh, okay. Thank you so much, Kim. Now, isn't that, that was more of a struggle, wasn't it? That was way more of a struggle. Because you did it when, when you fell back to my voice. Because you saw what happened when I caught Dan. Now, isn't it interesting? Everybody saw that JC was right there, didn't you? It's kind of like God and everybody in heaven. I think they're going, you can trust in God. He, he knows what he's doing. He's got it figured out. We're the ones that can't see it. And it's more difficult. And, and I have learned in my life that once we have lost trust, it's hard to even trust God. I've done this exercise with teens. I had one girl, she could not even fall back into my arms. She said, I've been dropped in this trust fall, and I just don't trust. Now, Kim, there's no way I was going to let you fall. I mean, crack your head open, emergency. I mean, you could, it could be kind of an exciting chapel, wouldn't it? <laughs> but the insurance of the college would go up. I'd never be asked to come back. Stay off our property. You know, that whole kind of thing. So I wasn't about to let you fall. And I think in this verse, God is saying the same things. I'm not going to let you fall. Trust me. But, but I do need to say we live in a culture and in a generation of people who struggle to trust. I just read a book called The Fatherless Generation. They claim 33% of all kids growing up in America come from a fatherless home. And so when we say trust in God your father, they're going, I don't think so. They claim that one in four or five girls in Colorado Springs has been sexually abused. There's a reason why well, it's a struggle for people around here to trust. When we say trust in the Lord, it's so much easier said than done. This is why we as ministers of the gospel have got to be trustworthy. Our word has to be good. There are people in our world that I think if they met the true living God, if they would come in contact with Jesus, the one who was willing to die for them, they would trust in him. But sometimes people see his representatives not being very trustworthy. And the call for us to trust in the Lord is great. But the call for us to be trustworthy is just as great because we're trying to lead them to the one who is trustworthy. Have you trusted in Christ? Oh, I gotta go quick. Do you trust even when it doesn't make sense? Lean not on your own understanding. I mean, that's easier said than done. We live in a culture, even in a church culture, that it needs to make sense. It needs to make economic sense. I mean, you need to think this through. Parents are saying, I'm not trusting you with my kids unless you know what you're doing. That's probably good advice, but... But there's much of the biblical story that doesn't make any sense. The virgin birth, feeding 5,000 with two loaves and or five loaves and two fish. 
walking on water? I mean, there are stories in the Bible that just make any sense. I was at the Eurasia Regional Conference in Turkey last October, and one of the guys preached out of Jeremiah, and, and, the, and the phrase of his message was, live your life in such a way that it makes absolutely no sense apart from the existence of God. Have you not only trusted God with your life, but are you still trusting him, even when it doesn't make sense? And NBC students are often a crowd that are living right in that. God called you to do this. It didn't make sense to uproot your family and come here. It didn't make sense to leave your job and come here. But have you heard from God? And even when it doesn't make sense, you just follow. Real short version my wife and I haven't been able to have our own kids. We were at a church as youth pastors in Kansas City where we went to church with a lot of our college friends. And everybody was having babies. In fact, one year in our church, there were 24 babies born in that church. The joke was, you drink the water, you'll get pregnant. So the older ladies didn't drink out of, out of the water fountain. Well, all of our friends were getting pregnant, but Lori and I, didn't make any sense. Had one of the teen girls in our group had sex one time, gets pregnant. It didn't make sense. It was a huge challenge to our faith and our trust in God. But he brought Robin into our life. She was five months old, little girl from Korea. There's a whole other sermon and story in that. She's now 17. We're on the other side. We're able to see how, if we'd had our own kids, we would have never adopted Robin. And Lori and I are at the place in our life that we would not trade Robin for our own biological kid. We couldn't say that back in those days at Central. And this was one of the verses that got us through. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. It made no sense. And what we committed to do is we were always going to acknowledge God as our God. Even when it didn't make sense, even when things happen in life that we don't like, you're still God and we're going to trust you. This is so much easier said than done. And we have to join arms together and continue to encourage each other to not quit, to not give up, then when it doesn't make sense, just keep praising the Lord. Don't whine on Facebook. Don't always complain. Don't always, this is going to sound bad, don't always just go to the altar and cry all the time. When you're go, you and I are going through our toughest times, that's when we need to praise God the loudest and acknowledge that he is God even when it doesn't make sense, even when we don't like it, even when we can't see it. And in this illustration tonight, Kim, I would never break your trust. I would never let you fall. And I'm here to proclaim to you that you can trust in the Lord, but it will take all your heart. And it will go beyond your understanding. And it's going to take times where you're going to have to say, God, I don't get it, but you're God. Jesus, tonight, you know where each of these folk are in their lives.
You know the times in the past when their trust has been broken, where their lives have been violated. You know the people down the road that they're going to minister to who don't trust anybody. And yet you've called us to proclaim a message that says trust in the Lord. It's a really nice verse. There's even some cool choruses set to the words. But God, I pray that we would actually live that verse out in our lives. And that we would be able to proclaim God even when we don't understand, even when life hurts, even when it doesn't even seem fair. May we continue to point to Jesus and say, I don't know, I just trust God. Thank you for these moments tonight. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go in his peace.